Good morning and welcome to another episode of AI Daily. I'm your host, Connor, joined by Farb and Ethan today. We've got three pretty great stories for you once again. Uh, starting first with Blockade Labs, who made a free 3D skybox generation. You sketch out how you want your skybox to look, you give it a little bit of a prompt, and then it generates an entire scene for you. Farb, you've been playing around with this. How is it? Yeah, I've been playing around with it. Maybe I can share my screen here and uh, show you a little bit. This is really, this is really cool. Uh, let's see here. Hopefully you all see my screen here. So you can see this image that got generated here. Um, and then if I hover over here, you can see these horrible little sketches I did. You know, I did it in five seconds. I just, you know, drew a little path type thing and a couple of circles. You can see that it, uh, uh, and some lines, it made a little mountain out of the lines I drew up at the top. And it looks like it made a cave over here from that one circle. Uh, we got another little moon over there from another circle I drew. And you can see this path that it kind of drew along the middle so uh, I previously did a little Hobbit village uh, off of the same rendering, and uh, I thought it'd be cool. We can, it takes a little bit to get this going. So I thought we could uh, generate a new one and, and we'll come back to it at the end of the show to, to see what it came up with. So uh, Connor, you want to wanna give us a, a new style to generate this horrible little sketch in? Yeah, let's do like a polar style with some like igloos. Polar world with igloos. Okay, so we'll hit generate and we'll come back to this at the end of the episode and see what it came up with. Amazing. Yeah, so people have speculated this is using stable diffusion and control net under the hood, which would make sense. It takes different shots of it and then runs stable diffusion over that. Um, when asked themselves, Blockade Labs basically put an image of um, like proprietary, 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 proprietary. And everyone's just like joking. Like it's, it's like the owl meme. Yeah. Um, Ethan, what, what do you think? What do you think about this? What can you do with this? Yeah, I started playing with it. I think we're just, we're getting more creative tools, which are always interesting. Um, I played with it. I generated a little sci-fi like sci scene landscape. Um, the more creative tools we get, the better. Um, this is just skyboxes for now, but I think you can start seeing how much this will affect 3D game developers in the future. People making just scenes you may want in a movie, scenes you may want in new forms of art. Um, so the more tools we get like this, they're getting easier and easier. You know, it used to be, okay, I'm going to generate this image and I'm going to take it over to ControlNet, edit this part, then maybe I can put it in a 3D kind of exploration engine. But now it's all in one and it works in Safari too. So I thought it was a fun tool and I'm excited to see what polar ice cap we get out of Farms. I mean, you can imagine taking the images that it generates and feeding them through some other models that actually spec out the 3D assets for you. It's cool as a, it's kind of a sketch tool, you know, you can, you can lay out something quickly and have it generate all sorts of ideas. You can then take that idea and take it more seriously if you want to. I thought it was a really fun, fun tool to play with. Go check it out. Anyone can use it right now. Yeah, I think the main use case right now is like the skybox you have in the background of a game. You drop that into Unity, you drop that into Unreal, yeah. and then your whole background for your game is there. So, um, right. We can use this now, as we've seen with Farb. Um, our next story up today is Drag Your GAN, a very interesting new GAN that came out. Uh, interactive point-based manipulation. So you get an image, and then you can drag around a few points and move some dials. And then it's like a dog's head can move from one angle of the frame to a totally different angle. And it flows very well. It looks very realistic. Uh, Ethan, have you, what do you think about this? Yeah, I think with, with this type of tools, we're, you know, if you've ever messed with Photoshop and you're trying to actually manipulate 
portions of images or change more fine-tuned poses, you'll see how long it takes. So as we get this new image pipeline based on these models, you know, you're generating something with mid-journey, you're generating something with stable diffusion or maybe Dolly, and you want that fine-tuned edit, you want to say, oh, I just wish the head was a little bit left. They had some really cool examples in their paper for cars, for microscope images, for people's faces, for animals. So that fine-tuned control is, I think, what's being unlocked now past these kind of base level image models and so much easier for a creative to work with so much easier to say ah, i want this you know controllability a little bit different than the output of the image model and this is such an easier way than fiddling through photoshop for an hour yeah like if, let's say mid-journey you generate someone's face and then but they're frowning mm -hmm. and move that to a smile so yeah far what do you think was i am creator of screen shares so here we go this is really cool. So one of the things they're kind of showing off right here in particular is that you can create a mask over an area of the image and then pull that area of the image while keeping the rest of the image still. So if they didn't put this mask on as they pulled the dog's head over to the right, what you'd see is this whole body would switch over to the right. But instead, they put a mask on it, which means they can kind of just pull the head over. This is yeah. a, you know, imperfect, but super cool and a lot less work than you know editing things in photoshop you know they're you can see here they're increasing the length of a piece of clothing uh really powerful stuff absolutely yeah the code is not out yet but hopefully they'll be releasing it soon so this is something for later but it's be cool to use when it comes out yeah the, the repository the creators and the readme of the github they said released in june so june. hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll see it um, very exciting stuff. Absolutely. Our next story up is Meta. They announced their MTIA V1. It's their first generation AI inference accelerator. This is a custom ASIC board that they designed specifically for AI operations. So GPUs are, of course, far better for um, matrix multiplication. That's very important for AI. But then this is even better and focused specifically around some of the specific AI math that's needed. Um, so this is a lot like the TPU that comes out of Google. It's really exciting to see this coming out of Meta. We'll see how this compares to the TPU, how this compares to Etch that we talked about yesterday. Um, but yeah, Farb, any more thoughts on this? Yeah, I thought this was interesting. One thing that they noted is that, you know, <clears throat> handling small shapes and batch sizes, it, it, it's more efficient. But for medium or l large size shapes, the, the GPUs are more efficient. They're working on trying mm -hmm. to, to get to a, a state where they're equally efficient on that. So, you know, it's not better at everything, but it's definitely better at some things already as far as they, they're concerned. And uh, I'll do one more fun uh, screen here. You can see that they really went all out on the, on the site for this. Yes. They're, uh, they're going full Apple style here. So they're, they're taking it really seriously and they, and they want everyone to, to see that. And it's amazing to see. And uh, this is just the beginning for them. I'm sure they're gonna be doing a lot more. Apple will be competing here, Google, Microsoft, uh, etched like we saw. Uh, it's great to see more folks creating custom hardware. Yeah, yeah for sure. The chip race is definitely blown up. Ethan, what do you think? Yeah, the, one of my favorite things when I saw this is it actually integrates fully with PyTorch. Um, you know, it may not be best for all the models you run, but having this backwards compatibility and being able to say, hey, we're going to take, you know, these inference workflows and we want to run it on some of these ASICs. Just like you mentioned, we talked about Etch yesterday. Google has their TPUs. A lot of startups are working on 
some new ASICs and Meta releasing this that integrates well with PyTorch. You can get away from GPUs and CPUs for these fine-tuned workflows is important. Um, another big point they mentioned was in the stacking of these, you can run one of them with just 35 watts of power. So we're getting to, you know, energy. We've talked about energy on a previous um, podcast and the importance of having these ASICs that run less energy, fine-tuned for a PyTorch model on some of these inference workloads, especially when you're meta size and they're rolling out these features to billions of users, energy costs are important and them saving probably millions of dollars um, a month easily on some of these inference tasks that'll come down the pipeline. So cool to see new ASICs, cool to see new hardware and look forward to more. Yeah, apparently it's twice as fast and I'm assuming far less energy intensive like Ethan mentioned. Yeah. Uh, another few note is they've worked on this since 2020. So I'm assuming they sped up production on this in the past few months, past year, but they've worked on this since 2020 apparently. It's very interesting. Hardware takes time. Hardware does take time. Okay. Uh, except for when we did CoinMine, we took that from idea to launch in less than 12 months. Oh, that's awesome. Pros. <laughs> uh, you got to live above a garage for a couple of years to do it, but <laughs> that's the main thing. We should tell that to the employees at Meta. Go back to a garage. Go back to your garage. And get your garage master. <laughs> yeah, we weren't cre creating custom silicon, but we almost we almost got there. Hmm. We'll be back to we'll be back to hardware one day. Yeah. Um, okay, so three pretty great stories we had today. We had the Blockchain Lab Skybox, we had Dragger GAN, and then of course we had Meta's MTIA V1. Uh, what have we been seeing? Ethan, what have you been using? Uh, yeah, you actually sent me a great email this morning from some of my favorite people over at Hashra. Um, Hashra is like a GraphQL layer on top of a Postgres database or on top of the MySQL or something. So they've been working on that project for years. and. I saw some of their generative AI stuff they want to start integrating into the product. And it's just awesome to see. I love Hashra as a company and product. We've used it a lot and bringing some, some of these you know, easier inference workloads or easier vector workloads um, embedded into Hashra will be cool and just make some of these more enterprise use cases quicker. I, I believe the main thing there was something around like better generating your like tables and your SQL and just like yeah. a better base for designing your own database. It's very interesting. That, that too, yeah. Farb, what have you seen? I've been just trying to play with the new plugins in, in chat GPT. Uh, I found one that does cool public uh, census data. So you can basically talk to census data. I thought that was interesting. You know, this is the type of stuff that you can, this is the type of stuff that's much faster to use this plugin on chat GPT than Googling around and trying to find some table somewhere on the internet that has the information that you want. So I thought it was a cool use case and probably one of the better use cases of these models right now is accessing large data sets and asking, you know, natural language questions and getting a natural language response that is not just giving you one table, but actually synthesizing the information from multiple tables and presenting it to you in a human readable format. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The plugins were interesting because I was using like Zillow's plugin and it was good and I liked it, but it's just like, in my opinion, it's a far worse experience than like using the Zillow map. Um, yeah, I think for some use cases, it's not quite there yet. Uh, and for some use cases, it's already better. Exactly. I agree. Mm -hmm. uh, me personally, I've been playing around with Perplexity AIs. They have a new co-pilot out. Yeah. Um, it's another jump in Perplexity. We've talked about them before. One of our favorite products. They really focus on the experience of how you use GPT-4 and how you search and how you chat with it. And it's a great <laughs> product. Link it below. You guys should check it out. Um, 
Well, that's all for today. Thank you guys. Thanks for Let's listening. See to the the polar. Let's see the polar image. Oh, polar. Oh, are we ready? Let me first take a peek, a, take a little peek at it and ready. make sure it's, you know, cool before we take it live on air. Oh yeah. I did a pretty fun job with it. I thought this is a, a full on sort of a Santa Claus style presentation. Let's see, Let's see here. Ready? Here you go. So uh, this is the, uh, you can see the sketch lines that I drew here. So it took that path, it took the mountain, made a little shape over here, put a person there. It really likes the paths. It does really well with the paths. It, 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 on all three versions that I created, uh, it made a path out of them. Now I just drew these silly circles here. So it's not giving it a, a whole lot to go off of what it should make, but it looked like it made some sort of almost Christmas ornament, little orbs around it. Uh, it's very really, Santa's workshop. I like it. It's very Santa's workshop. Yeah, it's got a whole vibe to it. It's almost like a Super Mario world, and it looks like a something you might see in, in Super Mario Kart. Super cool. I there like it. Well, check out Blockade, guys. Send us reply in the comments what you make. We're yeah. happy to see it. Um, okay. Well, as I was closing before, thanks for listening to AI Daily. Um, see you guys soon.